As technology continues to evolve and impact the way companies do business, one division that is feeling these changes is the tax function. Tax leaders in an organization now need a sophisticated understanding of how technology impacts tax transactions, and executive management is demanding this level of understanding from their tax professionals. This has given rise to two new kinds of professional titles, known as taxologists and tax technologists. But there is a distinct difference between the two roles. How are the roles in the tax office poised to change, and what do companies need to know to bring their tax staff up to date? Today, we're joined by Jen Kurtz, Chief Technology Officer, Resident Tax Technologist with Vertex. Welcome, Jen. Thank you, Jen. Great to be here. And thank you for joining us. Now, we're talking about two differing roles here, the taxologist and the tax technologist. Can you explain what each role is? Yeah, sure. So let's start with the taxologist. And how we sort of classify that is that that's really more of the tax professional, right? So tax, it's more the art of taxation, and they're very much focused on regulations, understanding tax laws, understanding how to comply, understanding audit, right, being sort of an SME in tax. A tax technologist is slightly different from that. While that person may understand tax, they may not be a true deep, deep SME in tax. And in fact, they really are an individual that bridges the gap between tax and technology because of the complexity of tax and because of the data demands and the need to source a lot of tax data from various systems, there's a heavy, heavy need for technology or understanding of some aspects of technology and how to bring all of that information, use tax technology and tax software to accomplish those needs. So that tax technologist really is an individual who can bridge between the tax function and the IT or software development function. How did we get here? What trends in the industry have prompted the creation of these roles? It really started, it's really going to be grounded in the evolution of technology. Technology and software itself has really started to become ubiquitous. And there are the expectations that things that are as easy on your, your cell phone and apps should be that way in business. And so there's, there's a lot driving that the tax department wants their world to be easier as well and they want to work with their IT counterparts to simplify what they're doing. They're spending way too much time pulling data, managing things manually, and they're looking for ways to automate because they're being asked to do more with less, and they're really starting to rely on whether it's their IT counterparts or somebody in the tax department that has an affinity for technology to help drive some of those efficiencies and enable the effectiveness of the tax department. What kind of background do tax technologists typically have going into this role? Well, it really can come from two different perspectives. I think it's really it's going to be unique within an organization in terms of how these folks sort of evolve. So I'll, I'll share the two ways. One of the ways would be, in general, tax usually has an IT counterpart, a software developer, somebody that's really good managing data that works with the database team, SQL, in the IT department, and they tend to be the liaison for the tax department. So in that case, what happens is that IT person or that software developer that's in IT starts to work more and more closely or 100% of the time with tax, and they actually start to learn the domain of tax and that business's application of tax. They really start to learn that aspect of the business. So that's one way these tax technologists start to evolve. 
The other way is that within the tax department, when the department is a little bit larger, there's generally one person that uh, tax department always leans on or goes to, and, and they're usually the person that talks with IT, works with IT, gets the data, manages the data, works with IT to implement the tax technology solutions, works with IT to do the user acceptance testing when there's upgrades to tax software. And so that person has, it tends to have an affinity for technology and they become this liaison in, in a different way. So it really can come either from the tax department or the IT department kind of meeting in the middle, depending on the organization. Now, you alluded to it a bit, but tell us more about the kinds of responsibility the tax technologist is taking on in an organization. Right. So this is, they're really sort of, they really bridge a gap between tax and IT. I've heard folks refer to it as a Rosetta Stone, so they really help translate between the two teams. Um, when they're working together. So that's one aspect of their responsibility. The other is a lot to do with where the data is coming from, managing the data, understanding the data, because in tax, everything starts there. So they really become very good at that. In some respects, some of them are really starting to look at not just bringing data in and managing it, but they're understanding how to analyze it, and they're really starting to become more of a data scientist role there. So those are two of the responsibilities that, that they have. The other one that's happening is has to do with uh, tooling called robotics process automation, or RPA. So within the tax department, there's a lot of manual processes. What these RPA tools are really a way to take a process and define it into an automated workflow and deploy that as a bot. And a lot of times that is much easier done by folks closest to the work. So these, you know, so you have to have some knowledge of understanding how to write a little bit of scripting code in these tools but you really need to understand the processes within the department. And so they're deploying these bots through robotics process automation to start to streamline some of the activities of tax that are low value. Interesting. So that sounds like a lot of very critical and crucial responsibilities within an organization. What kind of growth do you expect to see for the role in the future? Well, we're starting to see more and more of this. So I would say tax the concept of a tax technologist is, is emerging or has been around only for a couple of years. I think folks have done the role in the past, but it wasn't as formalized as it is now. I expect to actually see more of it. Again, the technology is really starting to change how tax departments operate. And some of these technologies have been around for a while, but tax hasn't taken advantage of them. And as the workforce changes, as the workforce gets more comfortable with technology and software and tools, they want to use those tools to make their jobs easier. So while a tax department today may have zero or one tax technologist, they may ultimately end up with a handful of them as time goes on, right, in terms of automating a lot of what's happening within the tax department so that the tax folks, the SMEs, those taxologists, are focused on the higher value, the SME level work, and not the day-to-day low-value work around managing data, for example. Now, if you're an organization without a tax technologist and you're listening to this, what should you take away from the discussion? I think that uh, organizations should start to look within their own teams for someone who is willing to work with IT, who already sort of does that role. And if they don't have somebody, start to think about, you know, if there's an opening in the tax department to how to sort of structure a job description that may lend itself more towards somebody that's interested in, in tax. I think that's one aspect that should be considered. The other aspect is to, as we mentioned before, kind of take a look at the IT group and see who they work with, 
see if there's particular individuals that took an interest in tax. And I think, you know, starting to have those conversations with those folks to understand if there's, you know, opportunities for them to kind of take a look at what's happening within the tax department to see if there's an opportunity for, you know, better automation or putting some technology in place around these things. Whether there's a, you know, a formal role of a tax technologist, you know, may, may be something that happens later, but certainly bringing tax and IT closer together will certainly drive towards that initiative. And so what I'm hearing is it sounds like it could be definitely talent that is developed in-house and from existing staff to fill this role. It is. I think it's a good place to start. I think if that's not found, that then, you know, you can certainly start to structure a job description around something that does this. But I think a lot of times there's talent to be groomed within house to do these types of things. They already know the business, either on the technology side or the tax side, and it's just kind of starting to bridge into the other areas. There's one other thing that I think can really help with this as well. In the case of either IT or tax, depending on which way an organization goes. Co-locating an individual, whether that there's a co-location of a tax person within the IT group or close relationship there, or an IT person within the tax department. I've seen it done both ways, and when that happens, it can be really effective to drive change. Great. Something to think about for everyone out there listening and thinking about the role of the tax technologist in the future of their organization. That's all the time we have for today. I want to thank Jen for her insights. Thanks, Jen. You're welcome. And you can check out vertexinc.com for more information about changes happening in tax roles and functions. For IDG and Vertex, I'm Joan Goodchild.